Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Extra Sauce Podcast. It's my fancy sauce. I want some fancy sauce. Yeah. I'm not done using it. With the czar of sauces, Greg Hill. Pass me my Marlboro lights. I want to uh, want to get a butt going for this particular <laughs> episode of Extra Sauce Shoe. Did you ever smoke, Rick? Cigarettes? Yeah. Never. Oh. Um, I mean, I, I, I did the thing like outside of the eighth grade dance where we all tried them. Yeah, had a then, puff and then and threw then, up. And then threw up, yeah. yeah. Did, yeah. Were, you, were you, you, I bet I was you were up, a smoker. I was up to f- at least 50 a day. Two, I, I was doing two, at my most, two- Marlboro, they used to have 25s, soft packs, 25 butts, and I used to buy two of those in the morning. They'd, I'd smoke the last one before hitting the oh, hay. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. always interested in people who get up, like the hardos, the yeah. hardcore smokers, get up in the middle of the night because they have to have a butt. Yeah. Like they, like I've they done wake... that more than a few really? times. Really? Yeah, like I've woken up in the middle of the night just craving one Yeah. and just lighten up. First thing in the morning before breakfast, you know, just, <laughs> yeah. or with breakfast. You're you like know. the you're like the young pope. I mean, he would uh, he loved his cigarettes. <laughs> There's no getting around. You know, and the thing about the young pope on a side note, everybody they made everybody in the Vatican smokers. Yeah, well, listen, everybody. Every, I, I bet there's a lot. I bet there's a lot who still are. I mean, I, oh I, yeah, you know, smoking well, is it's, interesting. it's an addiction. It, it, it's yeah. an, but it's also, I mean, we're we're talking about smoking because this week's extra sauce is uh, on a proposed bill here in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, which we talked about this week on the show, that would create a fine if you're a parent and you're smoking in your car with your kid. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people feel like it's overreaching, that it's, it's government getting into areas where they don't belong, your own personal vehicle. It's a legal so, product. Yeah, it's, it's a legal product. And so we're, gonna, we're actually going to talk to a state senator who is a big proponent of this bill. Um, in just a moment or two, but um, th- there's a lot of people who smoke that they, they do it based on they're out having a couple drinks at a bar. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of women do that. Yeah, there's I a lot it, of different levels. Uh, a lot of yeah. women like to smoke with their friends, and they may only smoke once right. a month or what. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, yep. um, but it's that's the way it goes, Greg. You take that drink, and then it leads to cigarettes, uh, so and then you're on the reefer. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. And then you're stealing cars yeah. and yeah, walking the streets. Well, I mean, listen, weed is about to finally be legal. Um, it is. I, I wonder what's going to happen when it comes to whether or not you can. Uh, we're going to have to ask this state senator whether you can smoke weed around your kid or not. You right. know, and what right. and, and whether you're going to get a fine yeah. for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, people drink around their kids. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. I, I mean, any family party. I don't know about your family, but you know, there's been more than a few fist fights I've seen. Yeah, at Christmas. I, I, I mean, I think first of all, I'm all in favor of, uh, like, when it comes to the beach, uh, dragging 
uh, cigarette smokers away who are smoking right next to you in the outdoors on the beach, mm-hmm. and uh, they are butting their butts in the uh, beach sand, and then you step on it later on. That ought to be a that should be a capital crime. I feel like on, on our beaches, as it but, of course, uh, <laughs> yeah, Ocean Park. Now, meanwhile, it's going to become one big ashtray. Meanwhile, I'm a bit hypocritical because I happen to dip. And so right. I, I don't mind spitting in the in, in oh, some areas. Oh, do you areas. spit at the beach? Ah, shoot. You, I, know, I, I hope you dig a hole. Am I under oath? I, I do. Do you dig. spit in the water? We were no. just talking about people pooping in the no, water. No, no, you don't no, go no, out there and no, spit in the no, water, I do you? Don't, no, I do not. All right. I, 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 All right, I do good. not. I do not. Good. Um, but uh, it, it it's a it's an interesting issue, and this bill is being proposed in our legislature here in Massachusetts. And they will vote on that at some point, whether or not a police officer can pull you over and fine you $100 if you are smoking in your own car because you have your kid there. And and uh, joining us right now to give us a little bit of extra sauce on this is State Senator Kathleen O'Connor Ives. Thank you for having me. So we, we spent a good deal of time on the show this week talking about this bill and i think that there were you know a lot of people who were who were texting in and saying that they think it's a great idea i i do think well let's begin with the impetus for us what where do where'd you get this idea what uh, what made you want to uh, make this law sure i appreciate that question because technically it's not my bill per se the gentleman that filed the bill is representative hello and um, Paul, hello, and I signed on to it. So when I learned about this issue, it actually came about from a constituent of mine who bumped into me. Um, they have a kid, and they said it would be great if there was a law in the books that made it so that folks that have kids that are in the car and they're smoking would think twice about doing that. And I said, you know, let me look into it. And there was a pre-existing bill that had been filed and refiled, and that's this bill. This is H1170, and I signed on to it with um, a number of other senators and representatives because I do believe in the legislation. Now, I don't think there's many people who would say they endorse an adult smoking around a a child or uh, an adult smoking around uh, other people in a car. However, do you believe it's the legislature's role and then it becomes law enforcement's role to enforce all of these kinds of things that people may or may not end up doing that could be harmful to their child. There's, you know, there's certainly uh, feeding a child soda pop or, uh, or uh, you know, mac and cheese or... Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's leave mac and cheese alone uh, here because that's when I take up arms against the government. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where does this stop when it comes to the, uh, some might say, the nanny state type of scenario that we could live in here? Okay, so I think that this gets to the heart of whatever possible controversy there could be surrounding this issue. So let's talk about this slippery slope argument, because the Boston Herald did an editorial on this saying, you know, well, then the next thing you see is police stopping people from feeding their kids Happy Meals. But there's a a sharp distinction there because, okay, we can say Happy Meals are not optimal, carrots are great, but a Happy Meal has some benefit. It's got calories, it's got nutrients, it's got protein, it's convenient. But there's no upside to secondhand smoke. There is zero benefit. And, you know, the same thing can be said about this idea of, you know, 
the nanny state or big brother, but things change when people have more information. And, you know, back in the day, it was okay for kids to work in factories and not go to school, but we changed that. Yet, there isn't a slippery slope where we're now mandating children to go to college. You know, so there has to be a real honest assessment of the fact that cars are exceptional. The Boston Herald pointed out to how, you know, next thing you know, folks are going to be having their property rights violated because they smoke in their home. But the studies have pointed to how cars are exceptionally dangerous Mm. because it's a closed environment. And the other states that have passed this legislation have actually been even stronger, going a step further than the Massachusetts bill because other states are saying, you know what, it's going to be an offense for kids that are 14 and under, 16 and under, 18 and under. We're just saying if the kid is in a car seat, then that is clear that they are developmentally vulnerable and cannot get out of the way of the smoke. If you're in a house and smoke's in your face, most people are going to remove themselves from that situation. You just cannot do that in a vehicle. What about a law that stops those who want to uh, throw their cigarette butts on the beach or uh, or elsewhere. Have you ever considered something like that? In terms of littering? Uh, like throwing their butts all over the beach and, uh, and you know, uh, cigarette butting everywhere all, all around us. Well, there are laws on the books in terms of littering, and that would, you know, be an example of it. But yeah. sometimes things that are more effective are providing the options for people just to get rid of the stuff more conveniently. Like I know on Salisbury Beach, they have a new initiative um, to put the butts in those types of pole containers that Mm -hmm. are very convenient and are made just for butts, you know? So sometimes it's just doing things that make it easier for people. But, you know, ultimately this comes down to whether or not folks think, you know, is that right of a smoker to smoke at that point in time a more important right than the right of a baby or a kid to breathe oxygen? And to me... When you have black and white evidence that says, you know what, it's not an inconvenience for this child. It means they're more likely to get asthma. They might not be able to participate in athletics because of those issues. It's proven through these medical studies that kids are more susceptible as infants to sudden infant death syndrome, to issues like respiratory disease. You know, the stakes are so high that we need to give these kids a a fighting chance because, you know, you can't control who your parents are. We know that. And some kids are going to be born to parents that don't smoke or will wait to have a smoke, and some won't. And I feel very strongly that it's not fair to those kids that have parents that think it's okay to smoke. You know what? You're out of luck and suck it up, you Mm. know? I mean, the impacts are so high and the stakes are so high. And so many other states have done this. It's not like, you know, we're going to be this huge outlier doing it. And the, the fine is not going to be something where, going to solve the problem but it changes what folks might think is normal behavior because Mm. again back in the day it was normal for pregnant women to smoke Mm -hmm. and have a drink Mm -hmm. um it's not normal to have your kids in the back of the car and they are required to suck this secondhand smoke in because the studies show opening the window doesn't help turning the ac on doesn't help so you know very few things in that public health world are as clear-cut as this, some things sometimes are speculative. But this is clear, and I think that having this on the books would help. That, that's why I feel so strongly about it, because, you know, there's not a lot of things we can do in terms of preventing cancer. So clearly, this is a main one. Mm. 
you know, you, you said we can't choose our parents. And, uh, you know, it seems like every week maybe we're doing a story on parents. And actually, we just did a story about parents in Oregon who were deemed uh, not smart enough to raise kids. And they were they had their kids taken away. But then we have stories of like people who keep their kids in cages and these awful stories. Um, and you mentioned education. Is there any way and you've heard the saying, well, we need a license to drive a car. We have to take classes or whatever. Can't we do something where people who are becoming parents have to take some kind of course? Can we legislate that? Uh, that you no. know, you have you have to take this course. Smoking in a car with your kid is bad. You know, not feeding your kid for three days is bad. Right. You know, not buying shoes for your child is bad. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's so much of this in the news. Is there any way we can legislate something like that? Is that I, possible? I would say that is, in fact, government overreach because, unfortunately, <laughs> we don't have a litmus test for who can and cannot become a parent, and the responsibilities are so huge and, and so impactful to these kids. No, but we can do something that's common sense like this, you know, to circle back to the slippery slope argument, you know. Those are, when that's argued, you know, those are imaginary circumstances. What we're talking about is very specific and limited to smoking in a car with a kid who's so young that they still have to be restrained in a car seat. So I think it's very targeted and would be implemented in a judicious way and is going to help a lot of kids. So when it comes to, you know, you've got a whole spectrum of, you know, parents and what's considered good parenting and not, and, you know, that is definitely above my pay grade. But this is something that I think will move the dial in the right direction toward people thinking twice before they light up and then that kid doesn't have a choice. Does this bill cover marijuana as well? Ah, very interesting. So theoretically, folks shouldn't be smoking marijuana in their cars, right? But we know that's going to happen. Under this bill, my interpretation of it is that it would expand to that because smoke is smoke. Smoking. The bill says smoking. Um, I think that that would be good because of the obvious reasons that you can appreciate um there's just different chemicals in it right um, i mean you're you're so. all it's you're driving under the influence of that well, no, but it could be for instance a passenger so you know theoretically oh, okay, theoretically right. it could be mm-hmm. a passenger who's smoking with a child in the back seat right you know? right okay um that's right but, and that is a um a, a part of the bill it's an operator or passenger of a motor vehicle yeah uh, do you envision a time where the Commonwealth of Massachusetts will tell you that you can't smoke a cigarette even in your own home? No. People do a lot of things in their ho- own home, and that's thing to think. You know, that would be unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. Um, it's perfectly legal for adults to smoke cigarettes. And actually, the way that our state is going, given a valid question, you know, here we are expanding the social mores of what people think is acceptable and not with the recreational marijuana. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I think, you know, I mentioned this because I was, um, you know, I'm a legislator that likes to put my cards on the table. And when folks asked me when that election was coming, you know, where did I stand? I said, I'm going to vote to not make it legal to have recreational marijuana, specifically because of my concerns around children. Yeah. Because it does send a message that it's okay. We're still, you know, reeling from the opioid crisis. And, when you have issues like, um, you know, brownies and candies, things that are, are enticing the children, um, you know, I just think it's a matter of time when we're going to see kids mistakenly ingesting this and ending up in the ER 
because we can look at what happened in Washington and we can look at what happened in Colorado and, you know, see the canaries in the coal mine. And a lot of kids are getting sick out there. She was shaking his uh, head This right is now. a whole other subject. I just want to try to stay focused here. Because then we could go on about that for hours and hours. And, um, and, uh, but I just... well, the, con- the common theme is um, the reason why it's not too, too tangential. It's the idea of what is the legislature's role when it comes to the protection of child public health. Right. That's what I see as right. the common thread. And I don't really see that as being big government because, um, you know, I mean, I could flip that argument. In my mind, there are examples of big government with some um, policies that are kicking around out there, you know, that I could give you. I just don't think this is one of them. No, I, but I do think that you can make a, like you can make a case for, and, and I, you know, you're combating it well uh, with regard to the slippery slope argument, but you can make a case for if you're going to do this, that parents who allow their kids to plant themselves in front of a television for eight hours a day or on a device for eight hours a day and never go outside, never get any exercise, are also doing harm to their children. And, and why, why wouldn't we theoretically have a police officer who sees a kid who never gets to go outside and never is, is told you got to shut the TV off and go get a little exercise? Why wouldn't they give some kind of a fine to those parents as well? I think the distinction is the home, and the other distinction is that if a kid is sedentary playing video games or not eating the right food, again, you know, there's nothing that has stated clearly in black and white, they are going to get sick. Mm -hmm. They are going to have a developmental change. Their risk of something like, you know, sudden infant death syndrome is markedly higher Mm -hmm. and you know when you talk about kids that are watching tv or you know eating junk food you know these are older kids as well you know and um there's a lot of instances where you're going to be able to see these kids that are not in a position where they have free will to remove themselves from this situation so i think that um you know i'm on the record to say that i would be against anything where you have that type of intrusion into parental rights i mean that's the whole point but there's a difference between opinion and endangerment. Well, you make a great case for it. I, I, I actually, I kind of wish you were my you were in my district. I, I, I uh, <laughs> I'm stuck with Jamie Eldridge, so I, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I've enjoyed this conversation very much. Yeah. Um, well, our, maybe he'll sign on to this bill. Ask him if he'll consider it. Uh, yeah, maybe he will. I actually, I'm surprised he hasn't. Um, all right. Well, thank you very much for joining us uh, to give us a little extra sauce on this. And and when do you expect that the legislature will uh, end up voting on this? Well, I'm going to be advocating for the Senate to take it up uh, sooner rather than later because that legislative session clock always winds down quicker than you think. Um and, you know, as you know, even if it passes the Senate, it still has to go before the House. So there's this massive vetting process, you know, yep. where um, there's going to be a debate on the floor. And, and I will ask that this be taken up um, sooner rather than later, and, and hopefully my colleagues will agree. And then that last step on the train would be um, getting the governor to sign it. And I think at that point, it would make a big difference. And, and that's, that's my goal. That's my goal, and um, I definitely appreciate the opportunity to get into the weeds on this, and if there's any other bills that crop up, I'd be more than happy to come back.
Did you say get into the weed or get into the weeds? Oh, no. Don't get me started. Maybe he can reconvene on that. Oh, boy. Put put a couple hours aside for that one. The only thing I feel like after that discussion is I have to have brownies for lunch. Or mac and and cheese. Mac and cheese for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, where do you stand? I, I feel like, you know what? I feel like it's not, I was worried about it leading to other things, but I feel like she made a great case for it's just this one particular thing. Yeah, but it still will lead to other things. <laughs> I, you know, this is this is really hard for me because I've read a lot on the evidence, and the evidence is is awful. Like, I mean, the residue left by cigarettes in cars, even if you don't smoke in there anymore, the kid's still going to You ever get in up. somebody's car who's oh, like yeah. a hardcore smoker? That it's was disgusting. my car forever. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah, you don't realize I'm, until you quit, the smell permeates everything. Yeah. Hair, clothes, everything. Now, my car is disgusting because I don't- Because uh, it's, it's just, just covered in Mac it's sauce. Well, it's well known that I don't. I never clean my car. I have, right. a, I have a gross car anyway, but so yeah. I, I shouldn't That's a whole anything. different biological but, So, hazard. But the evidence is, you know, it creates asthma and all Right, and yeah, even if you have the window down, like you see the people and they have their hand out and the yeah. cigarette out even that still extremely dangerous it's it's a hazardous enclosed still enclosed area yeah you know determined by the epa but at the same time then you know my paranoid self says like we were saying well what's going to stop the government from coming into your home you know and and saying you can't smoke here yeah. or you can't do other things that are deemed dangerous yeah like you mentioned uh soda yeah. You know, and fast food and junk food and stuff like that. Or sitting in front of, like, when are they going to, is this going to lead to banning the Xbox and the what, PlayStation? Do, what if you're somebody who allows your kid to ride their bicycle or a skateboard without a helmet? Right. What, what, or, exactly. Or to ski without a helmet. Right. Or, I mean, there are a million things that parents can do or not do that can lead to harm when it right. comes to their child. But I think so. she was pretty clear in this case. It's kids who can't really make their own decisions. Correct. And yes. they have to be. They're going to be in a car seat. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with that. But see, in the back of my mind, it's still to me that the someone's going to find some way, like the Patriot Act, to abuse this. Well, they want to think for you. That's our, our elected officials in this state want to think for you. They don't want you to have any opportunity to use your own brain and figure out what the right thing or right. the wrong thing to do. But is. again, so as I, we mentioned, there's a lot of parents who who can't seem to do that yeah, either. Yeah, you know? I, I can't believe there's. I mean, there are, are there are a bunch of dopes that are smoking butts when their kids in the back seat I mean, yeah there, there are to us that's common uh, sense yeah but, but to someone probably a hardcore nicotine addict like i was yeah. it's like i gotta have my butt and you know what the kids make you do it anyway kids make you drink <laughs> they make you smoke that's, they make you want to hide I mean, in your right. closet was, and just pull your hair out that, that parenthood is a joy what, what, what are you talking oh, yeah, about it's all the time it's, sure it's, it's, it's one of life's great joys <laughs> they make you do it what what are you talking about <laughs> all right well, I gotta go get mac and cheese for lunch. I know she. Once she mentioned that, that's, oh, I had a hard time focusing. Do you, do you like the lobster mac and cheese or yes. the buffalo? Do you like the buffalo chicken mac and cheese? Do you, yes. Do you like mac and cheese with just, other things in it or just mac and cheese? I love mac and cheese. I love homemade mac and cheese with the breadcrumbs, the buttery breadcrumbs, and everything. But I'll tell you, a real guilty pleasure is the Stouffer's family size mac and cheese. Really, of back the frozen in, variety? Back in the day, I could polish off just one of those by myself. No and problem. 70 cigarettes. Yeah. Smoke a couple of Pall Malls. And 12 Dr. Peppers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm like I am now. <laughs> My kidneys are going to explode. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for joining us this week for Extra Sauce. And you can subscribe 
Should you choose to on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play? We should file legislation to make Let's, people subscribe. Yes, we should. <laughs> Do not listen to Extra Sauce if you have a young child uh, with you in the vehicle. <laughs> yes. uh, and uh, as always, we, we know it's not becoming to beg, but give us a good review. If you enjoyed what you heard, then uh, throw, us, throw us a good review. Right? Please. And we'll be back next week with another episode of Extra mac and cheese sauce we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.